0: The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach.
1: So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, Or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelow. And hello and welcome to the Divorce Coaching
2: Hour. Thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time listening, welcome to you And if you're back again this week, thank you for joining us. When you think of divorce, you might also think of lawyers and litigation and the courts. And while each can be a part of the divorce process, they aren't the only things that are involved. So on this show, the Divorce Coaching Hour, we cover more than the legal aspect of divorce. We look at the entire process and all that is involved And there was a lot, believe you me, involved from the emotional well-being part to faith-related concerns to financial matters to relationship worries to children to real estate and much more. In fact, that's what we've been doing for the last 11 episodes, looking at all the aspects of divorce and we haven't even discussed the legal aspect yet, but that changes today. Today, I'm happy to tell you that Leslie Turnage is here with us in the studio, and we will be talking about the legal aspect, divorce law, and all that's involved there. Leslie is a practicing attorney in the Houston slash Katy area, known for her legal expertise, compassion, and commitment to clients. She holds a JD from Thurgood Marshall School of Law, as well as a BBA from the University of Houston and an MBA from the University of St. Thomas. Leslie is an active member of professional organizations and bar associations, including the Texas Bar Foundation and Collaborative Divorce Houston, where we met. And Leslie will be talking to us about a new development within her firm and how she and two colleagues are, hear this, taking divorce to a whole new level. So make sure to stay tuned for that exciting info Before we begin our conversation with Leslie, I want to touch on three things. First, if you missed any of the shows of this series, you can listen to them or any of our 200 plus shows of the Divorce Coaching Hour by podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And if you can't find the show there, go to thedivorcecoachinghour.com and you'll find a link to shows plus more information about divorce coaching. I also want to remind you, as I always do, that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. So please remember to share the show with anyone whom you think would benefit. And I also want you to know that we're not here to give you legal advice, and we certainly aren't here to coach you to get a divorce. Although the show is called The Divorce Coaching Hour, we will not be coaching today, but rather providing you insight and information, education, and encouragement. And by doing so, our goal is to help you make better decisions than you might otherwise. Ultimately, what we are here to do is help you look at the realities of your marriage and divorce with your eyes wide open. And based on those realities and your faith, we are here to walk the path with you as your thinking partner, no matter where your journey may lead. And now, Leslie Now's the time. You're here. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome.
3: Thank you for having me. It's such an honor and truly a blessing, one, to have met you in collaborative Divorce Houston, and two, for having the opportunity to come and be with here you, here to, with you today.
2: Yeah, it's so fun. We've been looking forward to this, and I want to hear about that uh, new and exciting info that you're going to share. And I just love your thinking, the conversations that we've had about divorce is um I think I can maybe say this on behalf of both of us. We want it to be something that moves people forward, uh, not um, into greater conflict, right? And so, uh, but let's get into it today. And okay. we have talked about a little bit in the bio, you, 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 the intro here, your your background. And while we want to learn much more about you, I really want to get your knowledge and help people um, talk about the legal aspects of divorce. And so when... I always try to think about people who are out there listening to the show and they may be just served papers or they've been blindsided by divorce, which might be the same thing, or they're considering divorce and they pick up the phone, you know, they go to Google, of course, they look up, you know, compassionate attorneys in the houston Katy area and they find you, they call and say, hey, tell me about this divorce process. What would you say to someone calling into you, Leslie?
3: When they first call and I first get that initial, you know, inquiry I guess and I get the first like voicemail or text message that says because you know all my clients do have my personal cell phone Um, and I think that's one of the differentiate differentiating things between me and some other litigation minded attorneys is that I do have a conversation with them and I want to find out as much information as I can I want to know what what happened why are you calling where are we in the process I want to know you know why are we considering divorce Um, And when I say that, I want to really focus on and getting them to answer, you know, is there, have they been in counseling? Are they Christian? Do they have a church, you know, um, therapist or somebody, a program at church that they've been going through? And maybe it's working or it's not working and why. Um, I also want to talk with them if they understand the legal options for ending their marriage and what that looks like. Um, Different options in ending the marriage, like, you know, what do they know? Do they think it's just we're going to go to court and it's going to be a drag out battle? Um, Our family code has put into place a collaborative option, mediation option, and it is under the family code. So most attorneys should be talking to their clients that it's not just litigation. There are other forms of divorcing that's available to the families if you qualify or if it's a good fit. And good fit has to be, I guess, exclamation point, right, when we're talking about these different options.
2: Just let me jump in there. Okay. So we're kind of halfway through that phone call. And, uh-huh. But what I'm really hearing in there, and I love, is the words that came to mind, or the word that came to mind was, you're kind of getting their backstory. Like, But in the coaching world, you're not just finding out the what about their situation. You're trying to find out who they are and where they are. And so that kind of rings true in my ear. When When we start working with someone in coaching, we want to start working with them where they are. And oftentimes people come to us because, as coaches is the what, and obviously you too, but they forget in those moments of conflict and trial and stress that there's a person there. And so I love that you're doing that. And so, okay, so you've gotten a little bit of their backstory. You're going to find out a little bit also about what they know. So you're not just jumping in somewhere and they're completely lost. What's next?
3: So then I, if, if I figure out that, yes, that, The divorce process, they've been served papers. Maybe we're a little bit further along, and it's not just I'm thinking we're not really getting along. And, you know, you know that kind of we really are on the divorce track. At that point, then I do ask that we schedule a more in-depth consultation. And in that consultation, I really do want to find out the why, right? So for me, it's more important because if if a client comes and it's I want to get even and I want to take this person and I just I want to do everything harmful to them, um, that why is not a good enough reason for me. So in my practice, I don't I'm happy to give you several attorneys who maybe that's that's their practice um, or who that's a better fit. But for me, I really want to know the why, because the emotional and practical considerations um, that come along with getting divorced and getting them through the process of you've called me, we're going to set a consultation. And in that consultation, that why? Because for me to fill out and make a roadmap for your success and not just success that we've got divorce papers. My success for me is really making sure that we, if we have families or we have property, right, that everybody gets on, on the other side, that we're as okay as we can, and putting processes and bringing people in place who can help us through that journey. Because most of the time, my journey, I think my, my being as an, an attorney, my process is a little bit easy, right? I can file. I can serve. We can do all these things. And in 60 days after it's you know, I can get a divorce decree. Right. But the, all the steps in between. And so for me, that that's more of the biggest piece is that emotional, you know, piece that when we're on the other side and we have that final divorce, that everyone's still standing, that hopefully we're all still smiling and still parenting. If we have children, um, that's more important for me than just doing the paperwork. Yeah.
2: So I really hear the heart in it. And I can imagine that a lot of people are coming to this place with fear and trepidation and, uh, just so many th- thoughts. I just I'm back kind of on that that person who may call and say, hey, I want to go get him. You know, I need this this shark and I want to level him. What percentage of phone calls do you get that are those folks?
3: I think at the initial phone call and when we do have a consultation, it's probably 90%. Really? It's, you know, he's done X, Y, Z and he's all these he, 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 if it's a female or Or she, 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 she. And the reality is they're hurt. Right. They've been blindsided Hurt people, hurt people, and they're scared. Right. And so we've got to get over all of the emotional pieces to that before we can actually get to. okay. let's map out what this really is, because if you're hurt, you're not going to want to move. If you're frightened, you're going to be like, I'm going to oppose everything. I'm going to say no to everything. Well, if you're in this, if you've already called me and you're having a consultation with me, the divorce is happening. The train has been set and the train is going to go. And you, there's nothing, there's no stopping it. Yeah. And so, getting them to understand, I hear what you're saying, and they really just get them to to under or for them to understand. I hear their story. I hear that it's he or she, right? Either one is the problem, and this is why. The fact that someone will just sit and listen usually is the first big step. I've heard you. I've under I understand what you're feeling, and that's where the traditional litigation, right? Attorneys aren't interested in the how, why what it's you want a divorce let's take him for everything they have we're going to serve we're going to serve him we're going to go through discovery and when we get to that you know to that part that's expensive and most people don't understand right that when you first call me and you say I want to have a litigation type divorce that that's going to be very expensive and the retainer is starting at 20,000.
2: So one of the things I always want to do is is kind of help people through understanding the process i think when we can understand the process we make better decisions and that's as you've heard me say time and time again that's one of my goals and so i'm hearing number one is clarity Mm -hmm. clarity for you as the attorney about who and what this person is where they are where they want to go and then also by doing that helping this person kind of come to a place of clarity about who they are and where they want to go but the reality of the clarity, can I say that the real- So really getting real, not and and we often talk in the coaching world, especially related to divorce, is moving them uh, into their thinking brain versus out of the emotional brain. And so I'm really hearing that, um, you know, so folks, you know, really thinking about this. You might be thinking about uh, divorce right now. Maybe you've called an attorney, and if they're moving towards, let's. File the papers, let's get to the court, and you're going to be done in 60 days. Stop. Stop and get somewhere and really think about this. Because I remember as I was considering in my divorce, my brother, who is a divorce attorney, and he was in Texas, I was in another state, so he couldn't be my attorney. He said, don't start this process if you aren't serious about it. And you are absolutely right. The train doesn't stop once it is started, folks. So, so very important that you give ample time to your thoughts, to your thinking around this situation, and you need to do that with a compassionate attorney, um, a coach, a pastor, whomever that might be whom you trust. When we come back, we're going to step a little bit more into the divorce process, just laying the foundation of what the divorce process is. And then we're going to step into that information that uh, Leslie's going to share with us. That's super exciting. So come on back.
1: Divorce isn't easy or often wanted. Sadly, it happens. When it does, it's possible to walk through it so the results are healthier than would be otherwise. How? Through a unique divorce solution that works. At Divorce Strategies Group, their mediation process helps divorcing parties settle their differences without the long-drawn-out battle and promotes a cooperative win-win environment. It's a smarter way to divorce. When divorce touches your life, contact the Divorce Strategies Group. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at DivorceStrategiesGroup.com.
0: There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Heston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com.
2: Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit soberlink.com backslash
1: dch. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. So
2: glad you guys are here with us today. I am here and joined in the studio with Leslie Turnage. She is an attorney, a practicing attorney, and she is helping us focus on the legal aspect of divorce. As you may know, we've been in a longer running series about the divorce process. My goal uh, as a coach and your host is to help open your eyes wide to the process and there are so many aspects a lot of people think though it's just the legal aspect but they forget there's a financial aspect the aspect around children co-parenting all of that uh custody there's um uh, the emotional there's relationships there's real estate and the list goes on it touches almost every area of your life and what's interesting is we haven't touched on the legal aspect yet And we are here today with Leslie. And so just really wanting to talk through uh, just an overarching process of what we might know would be typical for the legal process. And I think a lot of people, this is my own perspective, a lot of people go to what they see or have seen with their own family history. Maybe parents were divorced or what they see on TV and it's going and slugging it out in the courts, which doesn't have to be that way, but we're going to talk that general idea. So Leslie, in that general idea, what can people expect as the process?
3: So in in Texas, in the true litigation kind of sense of the word for, for divorcing is we're going to file, you're going to go to an attorney, you're going to file divorce papers um, when, the, when the petition is filed in the court. So you've hired your attorney, they filed the paperwork, we're going to serve the other party, Um, service of process, you know, can be done personal service or certified mail, but basically you're going to let the other person know, Hey, I'm filing for divorce. I want to end the marriage. Um, and then they're going to have a chance to answer. So they're going to have their go hire an attorney. They're going to answer it. Um, at that point, if we need temporary orders, temporary orders will be issued and that's for child custody, child support, maintenance, or property, or Hey, we don't want you emptying the bank accounts type temporary orders go into place. And then we hit discovery. Once we hit discovery, that's where both attorneys are, you know, serving discovery questions on the others, and we want to find out everything. We want to find out, you know, financials. We want to get um, information, debts, other relevant information, if they have children, what what the ages are, their schools, how, you know, what that's going to look like. If we have, you know, in discovery, if one parent's been at home and hasn't been working, what is that going to look like post-divorce? Um, and then we try to have settlement negotiations. Most family courts in Texas do require mediation. And so even though you've hired two attorneys and you filed and you're going on the litigation process, um, we will go to mediation. And that's an attempt to negotiate a settlement Um, And to clear up the docket. If we can go to mediation and get everything worked out, then the courts, you know, don't necessarily have to get involved any further than that. You know, pretty much the lawyers will go with both parties. We'll hash out what it is to be hashed out. If everything comes to an agreement, then that settlement agreement is what will move forward. Um, If we can't reach a settlement agreement, we will go to trial. And we go to trial. um, That's a lengthy process. It seems like those are only a couple of steps to get there. But, you know, by the time you have your temporary orders in place and discovery, that could be months. And then if we're talking about getting a mediation, and negotiation, we're talking, you know, another several weeks at least because you've got to get four people's calendars and schedules yeah, and get on that. the <laughs> calendars. Yeah. And so, you know, then if we really reach the trial at that point, we've said the judge at that point is going to say, y'all couldn't behave. Y'all couldn't get an agreement. So now it's my turn to step in and both sides will present their case and the judge will make a decision. And then after the dis- whether it's a mediated settlement agreement or if the judge makes his final ruling and all the decisions on the particular case then we have a final divorce degree. Um, that it final divorce decree it does take sixty days at that point for you to be divorced, um, and that's when the marriage ends and basically determines all the you know sets out all the terms of the divorce, um, and that's not including modifications. If you have children, and have to come back every couple of years for modifications, or you want to change things, right? You're back into litigation and back into court and back you know arguing those things in front of the court to get those those different um, questions settled if they weren't settled. In the first part. So a
2: couple thoughts. Um, Thank you for that very quick overview. (laughs) Very clear, very succinct. And I think that helps people kind of um, maybe in walking them through alleviates maybe some of their fears. Oftentimes we fear the unknown, right? That's correct. Now, a couple things um, that just stuck out to me. When we're serving another um, and in the discovery, it's two words I wrote down, and I often do this when I'm, I'm listening to someone else kind of i wrote down blindsided and secretive so i'm hearing it's kind of not open it's like well bang you know here you're getting served right and then discovery it's like what do i have on the other person so um and then i also think a lot about uh, people often once they've come to this place and honestly quite emotional they want to rush through this and and so I i think um You know, often I get the question is, how many days is it going to take me to get a divorce? When you're saying that red flag, right? Because this is, well, let me put it this way. I had somebody tell me this perspective, and I think it's really interesting. How many months does it take for us to plan, in general, a wedding? What time, sometimes what, you're engaged for a year, two years, 18 18 months, months. whatever it is, right? And you're wanting to go uh, have an overnight divorce, Well, let's think about it here. But my opinion aside, so just a point of clarification, that 60 days, does that start from the point that the judge then makes the ruling? So it could be 18 months.
3: (laughs) And really it's going to depend on both parties, right? Because if you have one party who is not, is very opposed to having the divorce, they're going to fight it. They're going to fight it. And every time they hit pause and every time they say, I'm not signing that, or every time they're going to say, I'm not agreeing to that, it hits the pause button. So both yeah. attorneys then have to get back together and say, okay, my client's not X, Y, Z. And then the time is stopped.
2: And the cash register is going, is going, going, going the whole time for all the attorneys involved. That's correct. Everyone involved. Okay. And so you're And you have two,
3: you know, you it's husband and wife. Yeah. You've got two attorneys at this point. You've paid retainers, you know, in the fifteen dollars to $20,000 yeah. range. And usually that's well spent before we end discovery.
2: Yeah, wow. Just
3: because every time they send it back, they don't want this. The attorneys have to call this. No, my client said this. No, you didn't give back me all forth. of these. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to do a forensic accounting because you haven't yeah. given me the information I've requested. And every time I've got to file, you know, well, I don't because I don't practice those, this model or litigation. Um, but when litigation attorneys who do in the family, you know, every time they have to file or go to court, right? It's a
2: it's another it's dollar another sign. dollar. Yeah. It's another
3: you know time is spent, and we bill at point six. So. You know, it's whatever the hourly rate is. And you're depleting the family accounts. That's correct. One quick
2: thing, the other thing that I I, uh, saw here is when you, if you can't come to some sort of mediation, understanding settlement outside of the trial, you're then putting it into a third party's hands to make a decision
3: about your life. Your life, everything that you've worked for, your children, (sighs) your savings, retirement plans, education plans. Because at this point, if you've reached trial, you've probably, you know, there's probably a huge amount of of waste um, and family depletion at that point just because, you know, you're hurt and, and you don't want this to happen or you didn't see this coming or, you know, things come up in discovery and now we've got to fight this or you didn't realize, you know, X, Y, Z. Right. And so now we've really... You know, as far as the money spent, you've got two attorneys billing at the same time.
2: The So the money and then also the um, the outcomes that can really adversely affect your future. Uh, so the choices you're making today adversely affecting your future, this third party making decisions. And these, you know, it's said that divorce can affect four to five generations. And so mm-hmm. that's one of the things we help you understand that the decisions you're making today can have far-reaching effects, good and bad. So, But, folks, I don't want to be Debbie Downer here today with this perhaps um, scary model of divorce. I know when I was presented it, I was like, whoa, I don't really want to go this direction. Uh, there is hope, and we're going to talk about that, that. There are so many attorneys that are kind of looking at divorcing differently, and we're going to talk about those models. Before we do that, I think another thing that's important to really touch on is just some general misunderstandings of the legal aspects of divorce. Can you walk us through a couple of those?
3: So I think the one we just touched on briefly was the timing that, yes, if you go through traditional litigation, it can be very lengthy in time. Another misunderstanding about the divorce process is really division of property because most people come into this you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to get half, and it has to be fair. Well, fair and just and right division doesn't mean 50-50. Right, and so I think Texas is a community property state, and that just means that you know everything that you've acquired during the marriage generally is considered marital property, um, and both spouses. And so, really, if the division, if if you know she gets the house and he gets the car or whatever the case is, it may say it's just not like we're going to draw a line and say oh. Here's the car. You get fifty percent. I get fifty percent. Can't really drive around. (laughs) It's it's not not that. It's really a a fair and and if you get to trial and a judge has to make that decision, you know that's one of the things I always tell my clients is really consider who do you want to make that decision. You and your spouse. You know, y'all were married. You had you know you built however many years of a perfect life or what you thought was perfect, and so maybe you're just turning the page. Now it's a new chapter. And so let's not destroy everything. It doesn't have to. You know light a fire and you know burn down burn down the house or right, of the roses type of thing um to get that done so i think that's another misconception misconception is that it's a 50 50 split and then i think the other thing is that in texas we don't have fault so you don't have to come and we don't have to prove fault adultery abuse right i don't have to we're no fault i can literally just check no fault and that's the case now it, when we have adultery or abuse or something like that that might get into whether you want more maintenance or there's some other things but Texas is a no-fault divorce state, and I think the last thing I'll just touch on is that the misunderstanding and the emotional toll that this divorce process happens or takes, especially when we're having child custody and support or property division. You know, we really need support of family, friends, therapists, coaches, pastors. I mean, it does take a village, and so I think if you're trying to come at this alone and you're embarrassed or you don't want people to know, I usually say that or if you're uncertain about the process, like, let's educate, educate, educate. Because I think that that emotional toll of the divorce process is probably, I would say, the number one misconception that we're just going to go in, it's going to be done, I'm going to be out, and the next day I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be back at work and I'm going to, you know, live in this big house or I'm going to be able to go buy a house. You know, that's, if, if you're divorcing and you don't have, you haven't worked before and, you know, how you're not going to have Things credit. are things You're are not going to have, you know, the ability to do that. And so you really need an experienced attorney to kind of walk you through that to ensure those successes on the backside. So
2: many things I, I think what you're touching on are so important. A lot of people think it's counterintuitive to think I'm adding people to the process, but in fact in the long run can help uh you come to a better um outcome than would be otherwise. And that's what we're all here collaboratively uh working to towards helping people move through this in a healthier way than would be otherwise. And uh, you know, um, this emotional toll and I I don't know that this is true but folks this is something I often say is and I'm a positive person but it's going to probably be worse than you thought it was would be rather and and so with that said we hope that you're taking this to heart gaining some of that education 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 and that information opening your eyes to the process when we come back we're going to learn about some of that information that can bring us a little bit of hope through the process so stay tuned. Here's today's two-minute tip. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, King Solomon reminds us of the importance of wisdom in navigating life's changes. He tells us that wisdom is a source of strength and protection for those who possess it. This is especially true during times of change, like divorce. When everything around us is shifting and uncertainty seems to reign, it can be easy to become overwhelmed and make hasty decisions. But if we seek God's wisdom, we can find clarity and guidance in the midst of chaos. The commentary in my Bible states this, wisdom is the ability to see life from God's perspective and then to know the best course of action to take. God's wisdom is not like the wisdom of this world, which is often based on feeling fleeting trends and popular opinions. Rather, it's rooted in his eternal truth and is available to us through prayer, studying his word, and seeking counsel from other believers. By seeking God's wisdom in the midst of the biggest changes in life, like divorce, we can make decisions that honor him and help us move forward in a healthy way. We can trust that he will guide us toward the path that is best for us and our families. How wonderful is that? So today's tip is this. If you find yourself in the midst of one of these changes, remember the importance of seeking God's wisdom. Turn to him in prayer and ask for guidance. Read his word and seek out the counsel of other believers. Through it all, trust that God's wisdom will provide the clarity and guidance you need to make wise decisions and move forward with confidence. And if I can support you in this process, please write to me at christy at christymindelow.com. And remember that you can always learn more at thedivorcecoachinghour.com. And please keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. And we're talking the divorce process today on the Divorce Coaching Hour, which probably makes sense. Uh, We're here with Leslie Turnage. We are talking about the legal aspects, finally, uh, with regards to divorce. And I say finally because we've been in a longer-running series about the divorce process, and we've covered everything from the history, believe it or not. I thought that might be an interesting, different perspective to have um, of divorce to educate you on that. We've talked about the faith aspects, and we've talked to a pastor about that, and we've talked about uh, the financial aspects and the real estate aspects. We haven't talked uh, children yet, and we will start talking about children next week, but this week, We're to the legal aspects, and Leslie is here helping us understand uh, the process in general and then also uh, helping us understand uh, that there are some different options when it comes to divorce. It doesn't have to be getting into that battle ring, so to speak, uh, with the gloves off and, and coming out of this in a worse way than you would I've been even before the divorce. I know a lot of people are going to divorce thinking that's the solution, but then they get in the boxing ring, the gloves come off, and it's worse than it ever was before. And there is a way to move forward through divorce and have this be a transformational um, uh, process. And so, Leslie, talk to us about those other options. Bring us some hope, please.
3: (laughs) So in Texas, there are several other options to the litigation kind of I don't want to say horrific, but process, um, the traditional process. One of those is uncontested. Now, a lot of clients will call and say, well, this is uncontested and I want you to take it. And I will tell you, uh, 99% of the time, it's not uncontested. uncontested. <laughs> um, they just didn't really understand or kind of get the full education as to what that is. But uncontested is really about we have everything worked out. We know what we're, how we're going to divide property. We know what our child custody is going to look like. We know we've worked everything out. It's just a matter of drafting the paperwork. Um, another way to do it is mediation. Mediation is where we have a neutral third party, and that neutral third party helps negotiate a, a settlement agreement, and both parties come with their attorneys, so they still have their each attorney that they've hired, and they lay it out and we try to negotiate You know, all of the items that we want. Um, we also have collaborative divorce, and like I said, that's under the family code. Um, and this process is really where both spouses work collaboratively with their attorneys to negotiate a settlement agreement. Um, and it's you would say well wait that's mediation right kind of but with collaborative divorce we have a full team in place so we have you know neutral financial neutrals we have um, we have, um, Mental health professionals and we also have contested divorces so contested is our traditional like litigation is where everything is a problem everything is a fight everything's a battle and contested divorces are typically very expensive time consuming and a lot of stress so really if you can get to the uncontested or mediation or collaborative I think that really is a great another option. Um, for people to get through the process in one piece if you if that's possible, or I'd like to to think of it as a piece of paper. it's maybe the piece of paper is wrinkled, but it's not torn and ripped up yeah not um, shredded. And so we can oh, we can always you know un undo our crinkles and we might have some wrinkles, and that's okay. that's life um but right. really move into that second stage after divorce and post divorce what does that look like? a lot easier, a lot. Um, stronger, with everyone on the same page. And really, when you go through a litigation divorce, how do you expect to come out of there and then have to co-parent?
2: Yeah, and it makes me think we're talking about papers. We're talking about if we look at it um, un, kind of wrinkling that page, then that can just be a page and a part of uh, a book, a chapter that you're writing, and that, that page can move you to
3: and the page turns. A, a new
2: book, and the page turns. And okay. And I think about my own experience, and I'm sure – if you're listening to this, and you're not in a you know hopefully not in a divorce right now. Uh, you're maybe hearkening back to a divorce that you've been through yourself or your parents, and and those who perhaps allowed it to transform them and move them forward went on to do things that they would have never expected. I say this often. I I, I don't know that I would have ever been a divorce coach if I hadn't gone through a divorce. But I went through the process. I thought there's got to be a better way. Um, given my brother is a family law attorney, I thought, hey, uh, could I help? the people who you're working with, you know, it's so heartbreaking. How could I help them? And and life just led me to where I help people beyond and even on the show. Thank you, God. I want to go back really quickly to that uncontested. And you mentioned about 99.9% of the people who say it's uncontested really isn't. Is it true? And this is just, a, again, one of my perspectives, that even if they said it was uncontested, once they start the process – Something happens to then cause it to be contested.
3: Of course. Yeah. And usually what happens is, <clears throat> oh, I didn't know this charge right. was for a girlfriend's trip. Right. That I didn't know about. Or you have this fee. Where, where did this money go? Oh, you were running the business and I didn't know what you were, where's, now we right. have another account. And so there's usually things that come up in that discovery or, you know, questions that just get asked and, you know, innocently, right. but that comes up and now all of a sudden it's like, Whoa. and then we hit the brakes. Yeah. And at that point, then and the we're pain
2: and the hurt comes and you're back to square one. We're starting the one. very
3: beginning. Okay. And I would just say for anybody listening, right, is if you're, if you're made that call to an attorney and an attorney doesn't really kind of go over, they really should at that initial call before you have a consultation, right. Or during the consultation for sure. Right. If they're not giving you all of these options, I would just be careful and say, you know, I mean, every attorney is great. And I think the ones who litigate, they're they're awesome at their job. And, and I came from a very, you know, litigation at the very beginning. You've um, seen type the other practice. side. <laughs> um, but I, what I would say is just, you know, there are we really should be trying to find the best option for our clients. And if we're really going to be a zealous advocate, you know, I may love trial and I may just want to do contested hearings. That's great. But I think if, if you're really the decision needs to be with the client who's coming in the door and if Give they them don't the have the land. If they don't have at least a list of these are all your options, let's try to see which one's the best fit. I would just say, you know, you might want to make another consultation, even if you paid the consultation fee, I think, you know, even if you paid a couple, this is very serious. And I think the 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 life altering path of what you were about to step into, you know, if it's $300 for a consult and you had to meet with three lawyers, I would just say you do that for, you know, anything that you do in normal life. And really, you should really think about and put that faith and focus on is this the right person? Because regardless of how important you think, let me just get done, right? Having a knowledgeable attorney who hears you and is on your side and can advocate for what you, the best interest of both you and your family, I think that's the goal. Wholeheartedly
2: agree. Uh, I, I often share with my clients, it's worth the investment of, say, $1,500, five times three. To go out there and find the right attorney but you also get so and um, educated along the the process uh, there so okay so we've been talking about these options and uh, that's another question i had are you held by some sort of code or oath as an attorney Uh, that would call for you to share these uh, options? And if so, what is that? So
3: under the family code and and part of the, you know, if you're practicing in family law, the code does say that we are obligated to, you know, give our clients all of the options. And so sometimes it, you know, doesn't always happen. I'd like to think that, you know, more times it it happens than not. Um, But if there is just one focus, you might just want to, and the client's not going to know to ask. Right. right, and so that's why I think until shows now, like this, on until the show now, right, <laughs> and so you do educate yourself and you do try to find that right, right person because you know my clients, I mean, I feel like we're clients for life, and one of those things too, when you pick the first attorney, you know there are if you have children, you've got modifications, you have other things that are not just during that divorce process. And so most of my clients are with me for years and years and years. And, you know, I watch their kids grow up and they don't really know who I am. They are like, maybe she's just some foreign aunt. I don't know. Um, but it is that connection. And so if you don't have that connection, I mean, I know you want to hire a pit bull with lipstick. That's great. Um, and if that's the, you know, you want to get in the battle ring and you want to take everything and destroy everything y'all have great. Um, but there is a different process. And I think with this program and other programs like yours or just reaching out to the divorce coach first. You yeah, know, and then through that. getting the education through there is a great first step. We're, time is
2: running away from us, okay. and we've got to get to Let's the talk collaborative retreat. Well, I want to talk about collaborative, and collaborative is important. So, if you could just lightly touch on that, but we want to get to your uh, program that you have with uh, colleagues. Uh, divorcing differently, we want to yes. get to that because we're going to be to the fourth segment here before
3: we know it. We won't okay. Know about it. So-, so let me just start with collaborative divorce. So collaborative divorce is it is a particular designation that attorneys do go get additional training to Absolutely. get. So it's basic training and then advanced. Um, collaborative Divorce Houston is the website. You can go on there and look for any attorney who's got that designation. Um, and, and what we do in that collaborative divorce process is really where we're assisting, you know, our clients coll- collaboratively, where we're all coming to the same table. There's no head. There's no foot. There's no me against you. Um, you know, we often sit catty corner. We don't sit together with our clients because right. there's no trying to be a power move. There's mm-hmm. no trying to be I'm the boss here or I'm the one who's in charge. Um, and we really don't come to the table. You know, we come at the first meeting with everyone's interests. Everything on the table, there's nothing hidden. And so the goal of collaborative divorce is really to achieve that mutual acceptable settlement and really looking at the addressing the needs of both spouses and children with a team of professionals who can help.
2: Yeah, a team that can help for yes. sure. And now, divorcing differently.
3: Okay, so divorcing differently. So I um, don't come from a traditional litigation family practice. Um, I came to this two colleagues after getting collaboratively trained, two of my colleagues. I met with them and I said, y'all have been, y'all spent 25 years doing litigation divorces. You know, y'all are torn up. The emotional wear and tear on the attorneys, too, is, is very evident. Oh, it evident. is, yeah. Um, every it. day somebody's just dealing with the worst. And so we thought there has to be a different process. And so what we decided, and it's really, we, we kind of looked at the model and modeled it after a European concept of divorce hotel. And what that does is basically, you know, all the work is done up front. So when you come, and, and it does take a, a, per, a particular kind of client, so we can't have family abuse or, you know, any kind of abuse in the family. I mean, it has to be truly like, you know, um, not everybody qualifies, I guess, for this process, but really what it is, is we're doing all the homework up front. We're getting all of it settled. It's as fast as you want to work through it, you know, with all the attorneys and the the people on your team. And then when we check in, we really do, if you want to go to the hotel, the Marriott Marquis is our perfect choice. And we go check in if we need spa treatments, cause it's getting a little bit emotional. We can take a timeout and go get a spa uh, massage, but really at the end of four days, we've mapped out everything. Everything's ready to go. And we do file the paperwork at the end of that, so it's a it's a hybrid between mediation and collaborative, um, and and we really have as many people as we need. Um, more we we more focus on the financial, you know, making sure our financial people are in route and that we have our divorce uh, financials who are going to help get us a mortgage. Um, and then at the end of our retreat, paperwork is signed. We wait sixty days, and then
2: and there you have it. And there's our the divorce divorced. retreat, even at a hotel and maybe spa include. There's much more to it, folks. Yes. but we are doing divorce differently. Come on back, and we'll wrap things up. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendele, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at KKHT.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back to back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under Podcasts, under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. And welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. So glad you're with us. And just really thinking about those of you who are listening to the show, either on the radio as you're driving in the Houston area or... um, listening to it online on KKHT.com, uh, podcasting it whenever you may be or, or or however you're coming to the show, just thinking about your hearts and what you may be going through as you consider divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it. I, I hope that you hear our hearts here. I'm here with Leslie Turnage, and we we really want to help you do divorce differently. And, uh, and you might continue to hear those words because there are really – group of select attorneys who are trying to lead this charge um, all over the world to not go into the boxing um, ring, take the gloves off and punch each other and come out of it bloodied and bruised and scarred. As Leslie was talking about, you know, if you take that metaphor uh, to a piece of paper, it's you're not putting it through the shredder uh it may be wrinkled and it may be crinkled but we can stretch it out and you know depending on my mom used to iron the tissue paper i mean seriously so we could get it straightened out again and that's what we're here trying to do we've been talking about the divorce process today we're focusing on the legal process and we've talked about some basics Uh, The options that you have, which, oh, by the way, any attorney you're consulting with should give you the options because there are options. We've come to collaborative divorce. We're talking about that. And specifically what Leslie and some colleagues are doing, it's called the divorce retreat. And it might sound a little weird to bring divorce and a retreat together, but folks, it's an emotional time. And you do all the work. uh, You go stay in a hotel and you're working with a team of professionals to help you do divorce differently. There's way more to it. Uh, And I'm sure your ears might be ringing and want to like, hey, I want to find out more about this. So, Leslie, before we go on to anything else, how do they find out about this divorce retreat?
3: So you can go to LeslieTurnage.com and that's L-E-S-L-I-E-T-U-R-N-A-G-E.com. And there's a divorce retreat option under different ways to divorce differently and then a link to the website, which would be to the call, you know, to where all three of us are pictured there. And there's information about divorce retreat and about the three lawyers specifically um, who are part of this joint venture um, trying to divorce differently and giving our clients a different option.
2: So you're bringing this collaborative process um, uh, to um, something that might feel a little bit of a softer place to land. With three different attorneys, and when I was doing some um, research on what the divorce retreat is, I, I see that you also have skills around mediation, a negotiation, and then, of course, the legal aspect. Is that correct?
3: That's correct. So one of our attorneys is a board-certified family attorney. She has 25 years in practice. Um, all of us are, both have all of our mediation certifications, both basic, family, and advanced. We are collaboratively collaborative as well, um, and everyone brings to the table, I think, a different, you know, Focus and and one you know really focuses like on you know different um, different clients and different family issues and I think collectively all of us do bring you know diversity to the table and um, we all have a lot of different experience in a different format and then bringing all of that together for, so you basically have three attorneys who are also mediators uh, collaboratively trained we have our Uh, mental health professionals and our financial neutrals and that is a drive-in drive-out price when you meet with us when we see what you're going to need um it's a one stop it's kind of like driving through so it's really as you know how much it's going to be at the end of the consultation um there's not going to be any surprise fees um on top of that that's nice and so really it is a when you're looking at cost you know versus Going to each get an attorney and have a retainer of twenty thousand, you could be forty thousand before you even start the process, yeah, and divorce retreat on average is you know usually under twenty thousand so it's ten thousand per side usually um, and that gets you all the way through wow, you know mediation um all of the services and at the end, having your divorce your final divorce decree um submitted and approved by the court, like i said it's a hybrid between mediation and collaboration
2: I, I love it and so much more uh, to it I'm sure, and so definitely check it out. Um, I heard one of the benefits, which is cost savings or yeah. controlling costs, rather. Uh, what are a couple of other benefits of going with the divorce retreat versus any of the other options?
3: I think the, the control over the outcome, right? Mm-hmm. We definitely keep control um, in a divorce retreat process. The parties have greater control over, you know, what's happening compared to a litigated divorce. Um, instead of leaving those important decisions to a judge, Right. Or outside parties who don't know you or your family or what's best for you and your family. We really can reach very unusual kind of mutually acceptive um, settlement agreements in these. I mean, if you have your children and say they're in private school and they're, you know, on AAU teams and they're traveling every other weekend and on a Thursday, that's pretty disruptive to the schedule. Right. And so maybe it looks different. Maybe it looks like, you know, parents are going to co-parent and we're going to be at all the games and we're going to, you know, maybe we spend Friday night dinners together. And a lot of, you know, clients in this space, they do. They're all together. And when we come outside, they're sitting next to each other at the games. They're sitting side by side at graduation. And really the focus on control of the outcome is really putting the best of, you know, best interest of what works for you. It may not work for the next person and that's okay. but we get a chance to have control over the outcome and, and present that. I think privacy is the second Sometimes um, in the, you know, divorce and litigation, it's not private. All your dirty laundry is going to be aired for everyone right. to see. And it's anyone can go look up the case and you can find out everything you want to, you know, the public sens- public sensitivity issue of litigation is, is really embarrassing. It can be. Um, and why Johnny Depp decided to go through litigation on this last issue. I'm not really sure because a lot of that could have kept, been kept private. Um, I think yeah, costs, that didn't turn out so well. That didn't turn out so well. Um, costs we've talked about that. I think pre- the preservation of relationships is really key too because you know keeping a positive relation and promoting open communication and cooperation really focusing on the next chapter. The, the parties might be different. When, so it's not mom and dad, but maybe it's mom and new dad and dad and new mom. But really, it's including everyone and putting what that next chapter is going to look like. And I think the, the you know, stress of knowing that it's non-adversarial, everyone's here for the benefit of everyone. We're not worried about, oh, I'm fighting you and I'm paying. We're not doing all of that, right? We're really focusing on what do we need to get done? How are we going to split this? What works best? Maybe keeping the house for the mom works best. And so maybe the mom keeps the house until the kids turn 18. Well, Okay, you know, but in a traditional, that's not probably going to happen. They're going to have to force sell if they can't agree or buy out. And so I think, you know, overall, the individuals who are seeking a less adversarial, more cooperative approach, um, if they're going to dissolve the marriage, I think with knowledge and getting the right family attorneys, you know, whether it's collaborative or mediation, um, going down that path, those are some benefits, not just with divorce retreat, but just in general um, benefits that are in a collaborative more approach than litigation.
2: Yeah, the um, alternative alternative. Uh, and, and what I'm hearing in there too, a couple things that came to mind is first, when we're doing this to write a new chapter, so to speak, of our relationship of our family, uh, it really you got to think beyond um, with that perhaps new family that may create it be created with someone else that comes into the picture. I can remember as a step parent uh, that um, those transitions were really hard on the ch- children and it would take a day or two before they they would get comfortable in the home and then the next thing you know they're back at their mom's house or they're back at their dad's house so i I see the benefits there and I think it's also something to remember that this can be a creative process. And creative may, again, seem counterintuitive to what we know, but looking at the possibilities and opportunities to move us through this in a better way than would be otherwise. I know I say that a lot, but I want it to be repetitive. Okay, so we're coming to uh, the wrapping up of the show already. Um, what would be your best tip for folks considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it for making this process better than it would be otherwise.
3: Seek emotional support.
2: Okay. And I think
3: emotional, I mean, this is an emotional challenge for anybody to be hit in the face with what you thought was the love of your life. Even married for five, 15, 20, 40, 50 years and all of a sudden you're you know you're going to be looking at this alone and what does that look like and i've got kids to raise and how are we going to make that work so i think focusing on divorce coaches getting family members therapists your priest i think at the beginning is very helpful and beneficial because that helps the lawyer's job as well i'm not trained Right. In those in those areas. And so we like to stay in our lane. Um, I know what I do best. And I think, you know, helping you get through that. I don't like to say that I'm not empathetic, but, um, you know, that's not my lane. I mean, my lane is that you bring me your problem. I'm going to solve it and I'm going to get us the outcome that we want. And whatever that outcome looks like, even if it's collaborative, which for me it is because I don't do any litigation. um, But I'm going to be looking for someone like you who's going to be able to help you know, with the emotional side, who's going to help with what happens if we're starting to get a little bit too, that that's a touchy issue. Maybe we need another session with a therapist or the mental health professional or the child to psychologist to help them process so that we can then, okay, the emotions are out. Now let's see how the best option and the collaborative process, right? We're all at the same table. So we're talking and having these, these conversations and we're prioritizing everyone's needs and everyone's needs are different. The mom, the dad, the children, right? And extend family members. They also all have a very strong opinion on we're not going to really yeah, want this do. and we don't want that. And how can you? And well, at the end of the day, right, like I said, our goal for a divorce retreat and, and, and my goal in the family space is that, you know, when we do have. Events with our children, or even if we don't, right? Occasionally, we're going to have a birthday. Mom's birthday is going to be here, or you know, somebody that we love that we've spent the last ten years, and we want to be included, right? That we can sit next to each other, we can not have a conversation, yeah. right? We don't have to, you know, go on holidays together. But the idea is that you know we're supporting everybody in the mix, and we do have a different page and a different, you know, spouse, and that's okay. Um, but let's get there. Let's get there. And so I think prioritizing those things and focusing on the future, and of course, consultant attorney who also is in the same like line of thinking and. Um, someone who can help the new beginnings and the support of your family, I think choosing the right attorney is probably going to be my last. Yeah, so
2: that's a great thing to end on that final thought, folks. As you can hear, we're all here to help you think through the process. That's one of my goals as a coach. And so, Leslie, thank you so much for sharing your heart, your expertise, and just such wonderful, great information. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And folks, we're so grateful you're here with us today. We we so hope that this show has been helpful for you. It's my prayer that this show, in fact, helps you or someone in your life. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelo, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FMKKHT, The Word.